Okay, we're going to talk about the Atari VCS, the new one, and the history of Atari and the video game crash. This is the Retrospection Podcast. Oh, have so, we got some stuff today? Tell me about it. Tell me about the, what you know about the VCS. What Are we going to talk about that yet? Oh, okay. Um, first, we just want to talk briefly about E3. Mainly Nintendo. We're both pretty good Nintendo fans, I'd like to say. Can yeah. I speak on your behalf? Yeah, and we can't, <laughs> we can't do a podcast like this without at least discussing the E3 that for us just happened yesterday. So, at the time of this recording. So, <laughs> I listened to E3 at work while it was happening, and, uh... I work washing cars pretty much, so I, I can't really, like, watch, but I was listening. And uh, I was pretty freaking excited because the main thing that Nintendo featured, as everybody knows, was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. As you see here, there is a slew of characters on the screen, and that's because they're bringing everybody back. What do you think about that? Uh, it's exciting. I watched the... Uh, video it gave me tingles, little uh, <laughs> goosebumps. Oh. If you're a, if you're a Super Smash fan, this gave you goosebumps probably. It's pretty exciting. Like they're not. I mean, the developer, I forget his name because um, it's some frick. Japanese name, but he <laughs> said that they aren't Sakurai focused a ton on the uh, on new characters because they spent so much time doing all the old characters. He also mentioned something I didn't really think about ever before was the fact that every time they add characters, or for every character, they have to have a version of that for Kirby. <laughs> they buy, <laughs> Which you know is, how many freaking Kirby models there has to be in those game files? <laughs> so, I mean, they have to remake every character for Kirby, <laughs> pretty much. Or remake Kirby for every character. Anyways, that's exciting news. Do you have anything else to add on it? Um, I just think the most exciting part of having every character is just uh, there are things you kind of forget about. Like, we used to play Melee a lot mm -hmm. in our late childhood, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you could call it that. Our teens, um, perhaps. Yeah. and uh, Early teens. There's a lot of characters. Like, Dr. Mario, he... Did he return in the Wii U? I think he did. I but we didn't really we didn't play, play the Wii, the Wii U one a ton. Brawl was the main one, but there are <clears> things <throat> you forget about, like all the stages for melee, all the characters, like Young Link's back. I don't know. There's, I think part of the reason I got tingles from it is because of the nostalgia from it. Yeah, and I, I'm excited to have a lot more maps and to be able to turn off interaction <laughs> stage. Because, um, what are they called? Stage hazards? Yeah. That's the biggest one. <laughs> because, I mean, we avoided those levels, which means there was a limited amount of levels. And it was always fun to have some of the older levels, but it was, it seemed limited. Even on the Wii U, it was like, I wish there was more of the old levels on the Wii U version. The yeah. Two times I played it. But. <laughs> And if you think about it, they're also including the Final Destination and the Battlefield versions for, like, every single map. So, do you 
Did you get that part? Uh, no. So, say, like, you have uh, the Mario level. Because, like, there's a final destination that's just flat, and then there's the battlefield, which has the platforms, I think, if I'm either that or it's switched. But I don't know. It's flat with three platforms, and those are kind of like the hardcore Smash levels. And then um, now they've made it so, like, you can take the style of, say, the Mario like Mario Sunshine level. Like if you mm-hmm. like the music for that, you can take the style of it and put it onto either Final Destination or Battlefield. So you're not playing like the same dark, overly epic map, but you have the same specifications in a map. Like okay. as far as distance and platform size and stuff, but that'll be interesting to see that. Because I'm not sure I understood everything you said. But. <laughs> we'll find out in December. <laughs> yeah. I will find out on December 7th. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> freak. Okay, so... That's going to be a, a physical purchase for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Now let's talk about the new Atari. The subject at hand. That's right, the VCS. <laughs> weird what do you know about it (laughs) so the vcs was started um it was mentioned a while back i don't remember what date but atari came out of nowhere basically and they were like hey we are going to make a system and they basically went out to the community and were like what would you like to see in a system and they took in uh feedback and then they created a crowdfunding Okay, wait. For a, so I didn't know if they took... I don't know a whole ton about it. So they took feedback. I don't know how much feedback they actually took. That's just what they said they were going to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. So here's what I know. That that the funding started on, like, I don't know, May 30th-ish? It was, it was pretty close. Pretty... It wasn't far away from today's date. <laughs> So, they have several models, um, some of which, or I guess several packages they have, that they plan. They have two models. Two um, different models, but yeah. several different packages. So they have the one yeah. with hashtag real wood. <laughs> real wood? Whoa. <laughs> okay, so they have that. Um, and then they have the one without. They have them that come with... A controller or a joystick or both. Um, There's a lot of combos you can do. You can be like system and joystick system and modern controller system and modern controller and joystick. <laughs> well, some people thought it was weird that they would sell it with... That they it's would have se- a price point without the controllers, but yeah, I don't see that as an issue because they're putting support on for various controllers, so if you mm-hmm. already have a controller you want to use, why pay for controller that's one of the few things that to me wasn't a red flag out of all the red flags that i've heard people talk about there's many (laughs) support for controllers is a good thing (laughs) but i i don't know i thought there was excitement before they went on indiegogo because i don't know nostalgia for the atari for people not necessarily for me because i wasn't born 
<laughs> so <laughs> yeah. during Atari's prime. <laughs> um, part of the excitement for me was just I don't know I I think it's kind of exciting to see somebody jump out and try to compete because we have got, we've got like the three three or four if you can include PC the three right consoles and they're like unbeatable. The thing that's the <laughs> that's the thing that I saw as exciting was like. Okay, we've got Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. Okay, maybe Atari's going to try and compete in that market. But based on what I've seen, that doesn't look like a market they're trying to compete in. <laughs> Not at all? <laughs> I mean, for $200... Um, it's a really cheap... The Switch is 300 I don't know what what the Xbox and the PS4 are right now. I'll tell you what I think, to me, what I think it, it feels like, it feels like an underpowered steam box. <laughs> that, that is what it sounds like. So, for a little bit of background information as to what the system's going to be running, um, it's going to be Linux, and it's going to be their own, it's based off of Ubuntu, if I understand correctly. I don't know. It just I just I saw I just saw Linux distribution, but from what I can tell, it looks like it's going to be <laughs> Linux with their own little GUI. Um, I mean, essentially, yeah. what are they making? Just an just a, a GUI for for Linux? It's <laughs> like yeah, it's just like the different <clears throat> visual styles of Linux. Only Atari's made their own <laughs> in their own box. So the price point tells me it's going to be. Not very powerful. I mean, the Switch is 300. It has a screen on it. I could imagine it having similar specs to the Switch. The problem is, it sounds like they're leaning towards almost PC games because it's Linux. Yeah. And <laughs> the Switch is not does not have the hardware. Okay, you you have the specs actually, so. For oh, I don't have the switch specs. Let's no, see. not for the switch, but you have the specs, so it's probably more powerful than the switch. Um, but so what we're looking at is a four four gigs of DDR four RAM. I think where is it at? Right there. Um, that brings up the price. <laughs> <laughs> DDR four. Eh, it should have <clears throat> stuck to three. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Here's what they're touting these specs, 4K, 60fps. 3.3 gigahertz processor, I don't know how many, how many cores. cores or threads that has. Well, it, 4C4T excavator, that might, that might tell us, but I don't know what that means, so. <laughs> I mean, we're not, we're not digging too deep into the specs. If you want to know more about the system itself, you can look it up. Uh, we're just here to talk about the philosophy of the system more than anything. Yeah. I I don't see it being a big success. Honestly, when they came out with the Indiegogo, they had this stuff shown. And the only thing they had shown on the system was some arcade games, and they kept relying on the vault that you can get for 10 bucks on Steam. I mean... Yeah. So... So... So why did people donate to this? <laughs> How did they get so much money for 
for a Steam box? Uh, it's hard to understand. Our, uh, so, our initial reason to talk about the VCS is we wanted to talk about something new and compare it with its past. And determining on its past, um, would the new thing be successful? Um. <laughs> well, and I, uh, that was the plan, and then what was interesting to me is the more I found out about it, the more it seemed like a steam box. And if we want to look at the past of the steam box, <laughs> okay, you've we... got an underpowered... Well, okay, the steam box actually wasn't underpowered if you bought, like, the Alienware computer. But that it was, was very powerful. That was still, what, but like $500? Something like that? Four? Five? Yeah, I don't know for sure, but they they had a couple... Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I think 500 might have been the cheapest one. I I can't remember, but it didn't do well because you can't just stick a GUI on Linux and call it a console and be able to sell it, especially since most computer games are, are still only Windows-supported. Yeah. So, I mean, if they want to... I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really confusing to me. I like... And... Like they they went out and they got um, I don't know if we got a picture of what their uh, what uh, companies they have helping them for launch. You know, like Nintendo will get their uh, third parties. I don't going. think I have a picture of that. Um, <laughs> their their third party lineup to help them kind of support the system and make stuff for it just isn't strong. They're all names I've never heard of. Okay. Well, um, as I don't know, there's not like millions of people that have been funding this. It's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's it is very a very small me. amount. It's <laughs> thousands of people like um I don't know, like a week ago it was like 10,000 and if like who's going to build a game for a console that might only end up in the hands of 10,000 people. Like that's yeah. not very many people. There's 300 million people in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh so not the greatest of numbers. But it I mean, first of all, they they pushed for or one of their advertising methods just continually was it has the it has the Atari Vault. Well, I can get the Atari Vault for forty bucks. <laughs> you can get it on a lot of I different get, platforms. <laughs> right. I. I mean, I have the internet, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. this this is forty bucks. The flashback here, um, but I, as far as I know, you can get it on Steam for around ten dollars. You can get all those games. So. Yeah, two hundred bucks. <laughs> ten bucks. <laughs> um. The last thing I need is another, you know, gaming computer that's as powerful as my laptop, <laughs> which I don't game on because it doesn't game well. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to mention how easy it is to make a, like, say, a Raspberry Pi emulator that, heck, you could hide anywhere. People wouldn't even know it was there. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, but but let's compare it to let's compare it to uh, the old back in the day when the market crash happened, right? We have the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It had been out a while, but it was definitely around its prime in 1980. Yeah. And uh, then the video game crash happened which there's a lot of debate and and speculation on what caused the crash some people even claiming the crash didn't really exist I looked into that I my opinion is that it did you'd have to be stupid not to see that there was a crash which doesn't mean that games disappeared entirely but they were really hard to get <laughs> I read yeah. an article of someone who lived in Silicon Valley at the time. They were a kid. They loved games, and during the crash, they couldn't get games. <laughs> they lived in Silicon Valley. Yeah, and, uh, so <laughs> definitely a hard time because hope was lost for that market, and who would want to sell games for a dead market? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even, I can't even think of an analogy. <laughs> a lot of companies went out of business. Some of the few companies that started before or about the same time as the crash and survived were computer game companies, and they all took things a different angle. They didn't mass-produce garbage, which leads us back to the Atari. At the time of the Atari, there was an oversaturation of systems in the United <laughs> States that could play like some of them could even play Atari games because it was simple hardware there was no copyright issue remaking the Atari yeah and it's interesting to point out um, with the saturation of not only third-party systems Atari had multiple systems out uh in this in the it's called the second generation of uh gaming history i guess yeah um they had here it's listing two i thought there were three but uh the the most um prominent one is the atari 5200 which wasn't very popular at all because it wasn't backwards compatible with 2600 games and 2600 to give you <clears throat> kind of an image it was like i don't know like nes the nes blew up like it did really well the 2600 was like atari's best and like they peaked like right at the start and fell <laughs> well the atari 2600 atari pretty much I think the 2600 specifically, but I, I could be wrong, but I, Atari at least had pretty much 80% of the gaming market mm -hmm. in like 1982. And they were oversaturating it themselves with different consoles and stuff. And you know, when you have a, when you have a console, the Atari 2600, that's so popular for several years with so many games, and then you come out with the 5200 and it's not backward compatible, and, I mean, I don't know much about it, but my guess is it wasn't as easy to co to build a game for as the 
as the Atari 2600 was because as far as I know that was pretty easy to make games for <laughs> yeah and and I think a lot of the crash was pretty much caused by a huge oversaturation of the market yeah there were there were a lot of games namely a lot of really crappy games um <laughs> Many people attribute the crash to games like E.T., for example, is one particular game that happened at the end of 1982. E.T. is notorious for being like... It's like the poster child of the video game Crash. and But, it, but arguably, it didn't cause the video game Crash. Yeah, it that's... was just a result of what caused the video game crash, if that makes sense. It's one of the... Uh... <laughs> uh, how would I put it? Um, victims, I guess? <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the result of what caused the crash. It's part of just part of the result. Snowball. With the, with the crash. Um, and people have put it as the worst game of all time. Um but I've heard many people that were actually around during that time, because I wasn't, <laughs> that said that, and I can believe this, there were so many games for the Atari 2600, people said, obviously there's games worse than E.T. I mean, there are some terrible games, some crappy, worthless, garbage games. But E.T. is infamous because they overproduced the crap out of it, and then there was the legend of them having to dump it in... <laughs> in landfills. In, in landfills, which, uh. <laughs> which um, I guess eventually, not too long ago, they they discovered they the dug them up <laughs> just to prove that the legend existed, and it wasn't necessarily that that they had a million of those games of the of the ET games because. E.T. actually only made up about 10% of the Atari games they found. It was pretty much a mm -hmm. warehouse dump because the crash affected everything. Now, that's so. interesting. I didn't know that. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was only about 10%. So, that was surprising. But there was a dump of Atari games <laughs> because the crash... They had nothing to do with. It. They had nothing they could do with those games. They were Nobody was buying them. Nobody. <laughs> Store people were returning some of the games. E.T. in particular, people were returning along with uh, Pac-Man. I think I'm not sure how many. Really? People. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing, Pac-Man. There's rumors that Pac-Man was a beta, and they just released it. You can see on the right bottom is the arcade version and on the left top is the Atari 2600 version there's also I've heard people say it wasn't the it wasn't the beta that they just released too early that it was the final production and that they just made it the best they could for the 2600 I don't know 
Yeah, I so <laughs> that's the thing with the 2600. To me, everything looks like beta on that thing. But that's <laughs> just because I was born in a time when video games were a bit more artistic. But I don't know what, what the, how the specs of the official arcade compare to the specs of the 2600, but... Um, and ar- people arguably said that the that the Pac-Man game actually did fairly well. That it didn't do as bad as people think. <clears throat> but, I mean, the, it's a little underwhelming compared to the arcade. Um, the gameplay is not quite that good. and Yeah, it's worth noting as well what the the 2600 came out in 78 was that the year um somewhere around there late 70s i don't know it was late 70s and pac-man the arcade was released in 1980 so you can see in these pictures um if you're watching the (laughs) the major quality difference and that's only with like two three years well maybe if they released pac-man for the uh 5200 it could have looked like this (laughs) well the 5200 was weird because their controller was like a it was like a spinny knob you spun this knob and i don't know if that was why it flopped i don't know why it's part of it (laughs) definitely the in my research that was part of it as well it also had like a what looks like a little number pad see here it is right here they can't see it so well you can but basically (laughs) it looks like the it could be a joystick as well it looks like a joystick too but i don't know um it's like if nintendo released something in between the wii and the wii u (laughs) it's just really quick it's really quick but i guess back then technology was or that is the Getting Wii better. U. <laughs> that, Atari's Wii U is the 5200. That's, that's the Atari's Wii U. <laughs> the problem is they didn't come out with a Switch. Instead, they... Fell <laughs> off the face of the planet. They, yeah, they pretty much... After that, they played hot potato with a bunch of companies. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and... I was listening to that earlier. It's pretty confusing. The company is split in some form or another. I was I was reading about it and I was like, "This <laughs> it's a headache. It's, it's a headache." But it's a lot of info. But I I just I almost see this attempt at Atari making another console as like the attempt of companies back in the 1980s. The, the 1980, 1981, 1982. The side companies trying to make a system to compete with Atari. And how ironic is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's uh, like uh, it's pretty much like a gimmicky. I don't know. I don't see it doing well. I don't see it selling that well beyond the people that have already paid into the Indiegogo. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't I, know. the The problem with it is Linux isn't a very. It's not. It's not something people want to make things for, really. Games for it's. Its user base isn't very big. It's for a very niche. Is that how you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a very niche community. 
But if they're going to get with companies and get them to make a game for the Atari, then it's pretty much a game for Linux. And there's a good chance any company that's going to remake a game or make a game specifically for the Atari, I would say they would want to release it to all Linux. If it runs on Linux, yeah. why close the market up? So that's another thing, because like, is Atari gonna have their own little store going, or because if they do, uh, people are gonna get a hold of those games and they're gonna put them out. <laughs> and anyone who Linux is free, you could slap down in your computer, install Linux, and then install just all the Atari shiz that they've released. <laughs> we don't advocate illegally downloading games. <laughs> but definitely not <laughs> but it's going to happen and uh yeah inevitable so if i don't know i don't think it's going to do that well to me it seems like a gimmick or a scam almost like oh here we're <laughs> going to get all this money to build you guys you know a little something just for you know just for old times sake and we're going to pocket all this money I want to know what their long-term goals are with this, and like if this is like part of something to get the company more on its feet so that they can do something else, or if they're just kind of like... I don't see the point chucking. of an intermediate step. I think if they would have gone full out and made a console that could actually compete with Xbox 360 maybe they would have a hard time competing in that market but I think it, they'd have a better chance than with an underpowered steam box <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all what it pretty much comes down to with this so, so that, I don't think it will succeed we'll see I guess I mean I probably won't buy one even if it does succeed unless nope, there's a be... really good reason to <laughs> I'm going to be spending money on my Switch. <laughs> Got Super Smash to get. <laughs> exactly. So. Well, we'll catch you next time, I guess. Anything else? Nothing else? No. Stay fresh. <laughs> like, seriously, shower, people. Yeah. Deodorant, it's real important. <laughs> Goodbye.